Hey friends, and welcome to the Mind and Body Strong podcast, a place for women to redefine their relationship with food in their bodies, tune into their inner wisdom, and become the best version of themselves. I'm your host, Katie Pichinowski, a health and mindset coach, intuitive eating and health at every size advocate, nap queen, and bookworm. Join me each week for empowering conversations, stories, and actual steps to help you master your mindset and drop the obsession around food and your body so you can love the skin you're in. I can't wait to guide you towards unlocking your highest potential. And that journey starts right now. Let's jump in. Hello, my darling friends. Today, I'm really feeling like I want to tell you more about how we eat versus what we eat and how how we eat, kind of a tongue twister there, is so much more important than actually what we eat. Think about all the messaging that we get in our culture today, especially with so many diets out there, everyone telling you that this diet is the best diet and this food is the best food and this food is bad and will make you fat. There's so many messaging, so much messaging around what we eat and how we eat and all of these things, right? And so, What I've really discovered over the last really year of my journey is that it's really not about what you eat and it's more so about how you eat. What do I mean by that? Well, what I mean by that, and I I love to share this example because I think this really sets the tone for this conversation. Imagine two people. Both people are eating a salad. Seems like a good decision. Um, you know, lots of veggies, we got some salad dressing in there, maybe some, you know, extras on there, croutons, whatever you feel like is in your salad, okay? These two people are eating the same exact salad. Person one is eating the salad because they feel like they have to and they ate too much the day before and it's kind of th- th- not really what they want but feel like they should eat the salad because it's only safe food that's at the restaurant that they're at for lunch with their friends. So they eat the salad, okay? Whatever. Person two eats the same salad, except for they chose to eat that salad because they know that eating lots of veggies makes them feel really good, gives them energy through the middle of the day, and they focus on enjoying their time with friends and don't really think about it as much. This example is one of my favorite examples to share because it shows that the intention behind how we eat is more important than what? Two people are eating the same salad, okay? Two people are going to get very different results in their health journey because of the stress and guilt and self-talk that is going on behind the scenes of eating said salad. Now, it doesn't have to be salad. It could really be anything, but I think that sharing that visual makes it so much more um, manageable to think about. And I noticed this especially in my journey when we're controlling what we eat because we feel like there's an underlying should of why we should eat that way because we need to lose weight or because we should do it in the name of health or whatever it is we all have these little voices in our head that are swirling around all these ideas about how what we need to eat to be healthy and what we need to do to lose weight to fit the beauty standard that everyone is screaming at us and that our head is screaming at us and we feel like we're always in this constant tug of war and it's just crazy right well there's so much more that contributes to our relationship with food than what we eat and a lot of it has to do honestly with the intention the self-talk behind it as well as stress I said this to one of my clients um, a few weeks ago and it just completely blew her mind. 
Sometimes when you're sitting down to enjoy a meal, you have to digest the emotions before you can completely digest a meal. So imagine this. You're super stressed out at work. You're running around all over the place. Maybe you have a significant other. You have other things that you do on the side after work. And you're just stressed all the time. So most of the time when you're eating, you're just scarfing down your food. You're barely eating it. You have no time to even taste it. So oftentimes maybe you eat more food because you didn't really taste it the first time. And here's the thing about eating when you're stressed. Not only are you not really enjoying your food, but your body's not able to digest it properly. The same part of your brain that turns on the stress response and while we're not running from saber-toothed tigers these days, work stress and family stress and financial stress, which are real life things, can cause this chronic stress to go off in our body. And our body is just literally like, oh my gosh, this like we're about to die. Like we need to rearrange our resources here and we need to shut off digestion because that's not important right now we're in a stress response we need to like fight or flight right now this is important right so the same part of your brain that turns on stress also turns off digestion so when you are super stressed and scarfing down your food and not even tasting it and not even breathing your body literally can't digest it it just can't now interesting enough as well like i said in that quote in the beginning when i started talking about this you can't you sometimes you have to digest the emotions and be calm before you digest a meal properly so the same part of the brain that helps you relax and calm down also turns back on digestion so it turns off the stress response and turns on digestion mm -hmm. this is your body's just how it's designed to help you survive like it's literally helping you survive by rearranging resources in your body so that you can stay alive in this chronic stress moment whatever it is that's causing it and be able to live and thrive and so at that moment your body says digestion's not important we don't need this we just need to run or we just need to do this and we just need to get away from whatever the threat is and it doesn't even have to look at like running around all the time right like we could be sitting at our desk and having like anxiety like so extreme like super bad stress that is causing us to not digest food properly okay so what are some things that we can do to help us with the how we eat so that we can calm down before meals so we can properly digest and so that we can rearrange our intentions behind food well, here's a few, I'll give you three um, in order to help you with this. So calming down before meals, just do this before and during meals. Breathe, breathe, like literally breathe when you're eating. Have you ever thought about that? Actually, oxygen is one of the key components of digestion. Most people don't know that, but Taking those deep breaths in between bites and when you're eating really helps aid in the digestion process. And it helps you slow down when you're eating, which helps you taste your food more and have a more enjoyable eating experience. Number two, you can practice setting your fork down three times throughout your meal. The intention behind this is not to eat less or not to, you know, whatever. It's to literally help you slow down and just taste your food and again to breathe those kind of go hand in hand they're right there next to each other 
And number three is something I like to have my clients do called the 20 minute meal. Now, the intention here is not to really do a 20 minute meal. Sometimes, you know, it doesn't happen like that. But the intention here is, again, to help you slow down when you're eating so you can enjoy it, so you can have a better digestion and absorb more of the food you're eating, whatever it is, because it again, it doesn't matter what you're eating, it matters how you're eating. And if you're calmed down and you're breathing and you're setting your fork down three times and you're taking your time eating, which by the way, if you notice that you're scarfing down your food, just just so you know, I am totally guilty of that, um, of scarfing down my food and not even tasting it. So if you're there and you're trying to get to this point of a 20 minute meal, first of all, find out where you're at, look at the clock when you're starting a meal, eat, and then figure out how much time it took you to eat that meal if it was five minutes. The next time you have a meal, challenge yourself to do seven. Set a timer on your phone, eat the food, practice breathing, practice setting your fork down three times. So those are my three tips on how to eat and to help you slow down, to be calmer so you can digest better, and also the intention behind what you're eating. Really ask yourself, like, why am I eating this? Like, do I want this? What's the intention behind this? Because if there's negative intentions underlying, and all these food rules that are going on in our head, which I teach in a lot of my courses, then the intention behind that is going to really have a lot of negative connotation. The, the thing about the word should is it has a lot of guilt associated behind it. There's a lot of negativity around it. There's a lot of structure as, as far as if I don't, basically if I don't do this, then I am bad or I am not worthy or something like that. That's usually what should statements are setting you up for and we don't want to do that. We want to live by a most of the time kind of mentality and this is something I'm super excited to be sharing with you in my new self-paced course Binge No More. As someone who struggled with binge eating and scarfing down food and having just not really well intentions behind food really was just doing it to lose weight to fit in to you know try to find this happiness by losing weight and realizing that's not what it was at all i teach all about this in my new self-paced course which is actually launching on monday and i'm super excited because it's my birthday month in november which means you guys are gifting getting this gift from me for my birthday of an early promotion on getting this self-paced course. So I'm really excited to share it with you guys. It's gonna talk a lot more about the stuff I just shared with you to really help you to overcome binge eating, that diet binge cycle, really break up with that so you can find food freedom and not hold that guilt and shame and anxiety around food anymore. But I hope you guys got something from this. Let me know what one of the tips you are going to try out first in the comments and have an amazing night. Thank you so much for listening into the Mind and Body Strong podcast. You are what makes this movement and message possible. Before you go, could you do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes? This is how the podcast can be discovered by more people and impact even more lives. And don't forget to tag me in your Instagram stories at Katie Pijanowski so I can see what you're listening into. I love you all so much and I'll catch you again on next week's episode.